It's Locked On NFL Thursday. Um, Tyler Rowland is out. My Locked On Cardinals co-host, Bo Brock, is in. Apologies ahead of time. We're going to hit a lot of fun stuff today. Um, what if Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes switch teams? Which team would you trust more to win one game on a neutral field? And we'll preview the AFC and NFC Championship games. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, on this special edition of Locked On NFL Thursday. Giddy up! on NFL your daily NFL podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day all right locked on NFL Thursday special guest Bo Brock Tyler Rowland is out uh, feeling a little bit under the weather get better soon Ty and we'll see you next week follow him at Bob Brack follow me at Clancy's Corner um, you can check us both out on Locked On Cardinal. Shameless plug Monday through Friday at Locked On AZ Cards on Twitter. Find us on YouTube. Okay, um, this is going to be a fun show. So Thursdays during the season, we normally have the um, you know the built-in content of a Thursday night football game. We're a couple weeks removed from that, unfortunately. But what we witnessed last weekend, and I don't think the statute of limitations is up on talking about this. The masterful performance by both Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the division around the playoffs that ended up with one of the most iconic finishes in NFL history, 25 points scored in the last two minutes. It just get, made my mind start to roll, Bo Brock. If Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes swapped teams, who would you take on a neutral field? We're going to hit that first. We're going to hit the AFC Championship game second segment. And then we're going to round it out with an NFC West gross, just flashback to bad times for Bo and myself as we cover the Cardinals. <laughs> but we're going to hit it for you, Locked On NFL fans, Locked On NFL Thursday in the third segment. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. You know how I feel about paywalls. Ain't no paywalls here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Bo Brock, Josh Allen, that behemoth redwood tree of a quarterback that the Bills have. <laughs> And Patrick Mahomes, the wizard of Waverly whatever, what hmm. we see in Kansas City, they changed jerseys. Which team do you take on a neutral field? Uh, the, the team that has the ball last, as we saw <laughs> on Sunday. I mean, they're both unstoppable forces, right? But if, if, I'm, if I'm pressed on it, I'm taking the team that Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback for. I think... Nobody outside of Western New York or who has an affinity for putting people through folding tables are going to choose Josh Allen. And, and, and that's, you know, I don't think that's unfair to Josh Allen. He's had a, you know, his rise has been incredible, but his raw skill set was even more raw so, than, than Patrick Mahomes, who was a raw prospect coming out of Texas Tech. I take Patrick Mahomes 100 times out of 100. There's not anybody else on this planet, even Tom Brady with all those Super Bowl championships right now over Patrick Mahomes, and I think he elevates every team that he's on. Even if he's in Jacksonville, Alex, I think that he can make them a fringe playoff team. He's he's that good. And just like my daily flipping life <laughs> on Locked on Cardinals, I'm going to disagree with my co-host. The reason why I take Josh Allen in this situation, because you're right, the majority of the time, it's Patrick Mahomes second and none. But 
with Andy Reid, with those weapons, where they actually run the ball as part of their offense, I feel like that is something. Imagine the run schemes for Josh Allen inside the 10-yard line with the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid. Like, that's something that nightmares are made of. And, yeah, the defenses, I don't think they need to show up. You can just do offense versus offense, whoever would score as many points. Like, again, 99 times out of 100, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. The one time is in this this random on-the-moon scenario where they'd swap teams. It's just the weapons that Patrick Mahomes has just, just inch out Buffalo because of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They're more top-heavy, but man, oh, man. I could not imagine Josh Allen with Tyreek Hill and and, and ter- Travis Kelsey. It's and they're bevy of running backs. It's terrifying now, but I don't know if you could have said the same thing. Well, definitely not two years ago. Maybe starting last season where he elevated his game. He started. He threw for 37 touchdowns. But yeah, he does have that little wrinkle. You know that Patrick Mahomes can get out and use his athleticism and speed, but not like Josh Allen. You're right. But I think that, that Patrick Mahomes just has, as far as just his pure... NFL acumen ability. I think he just elevates everybody out there, but it is going to be interesting to see how it takes it, it, it goes against the test of time, like Brady did so many times, had to kind of reinvent himself with his team without his primary playmakers. We haven't seen that from Patrick Mahomes. It would be interesting to see how he looks thrown to Stefan Diggs. That's scary to think about. Instead of Travis Kelsey, you have Dawson Knox. You don't have a run game there. You're working with Brian Dable, not Andy Reid, somebody who drafted and developed you. Um, it, it would be interesting, but Patrick Mahomes, I, I can tell you one thing everybody can agree with. You put Patrick Mahomes in Buffalo, everybody would love to see his brother Jackson Mahomes get put through a table. No doubt about it. Everybody <laughs> wants to, will sign up for that. Instead of the national anthem, that's what happens before games. And you just do different tables every time, different depth, different. Is it wood? Is it one of those plastic things that they jump through? Sweet mother, that would be um, that'd be a sight. Alex Lancy, Bo Brock, uh, locked on NFL, Bo filling in for Tyler Rowland, who's a little bit under the weather. AFC Championship preview next. It is going to be a wild weekend on Sunday. Let's see if it can trump what happened last weekend. It's going to be very difficult to do, but with the upstart Cincinnati Bengals, who don't seem to be scared of anybody, going into Arrowhead to see if Cool Joe will be smoking a cigar, taking out the former AFC champion. Uh, we'll talk about that next. First, Get Upside. If you haven't downloaded the Get Upside app, you're missing out. Like if you don't listen to Locked On Cardinals, uh, this is Alex Clancy for Locked On NFL. Download the Get Upside app, and you save money every time you're at the pump filling up gas. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Right now, use promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more off on your first fill-up. Again, download the Get Upside app, Apple, Play, Apple Store, Google Play. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents or more off on your first tank. People are saving a couple hundred bucks a year doing this, and it you know, it gets transferred right into your account. You do bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, whatever. Download the free GetUpside app. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN, GetUpside app. All right, second segment. Thank you for making Locked on NFL your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. Bo Brock filling in for Tyler Rowland. I am Alex Clancy. Follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. I could have a full-on hour debate Josh Allen on the Chiefs versus Patrick Mahomes on the Bills, like the raging Cajun in old school. 
you know, just like Will Ferrell versus the Raging Cajun. I don't know what happened. I just blacked out. I would 100% (laughs) do that. Um, But we got to move on to things that are actually going to happen. The Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase et al. Traveling to Kansas City to play Patrick Mahomes after the must have been emotionally exhausting experience they had um, against the Bills last week. Percentage chance that the Cincinnati Bengals win this game. Let's start with that. They've done it before. I'll give them a 40% chance. You know, I'm not going to say it's 50-50 because we haven't seen the best from their offense the entire postseason, and, and that should be encouraging, right? I mean, they didn't have a great performance and, and when they squeaked out a win in the divisional round, and, and they, they looked okay in the first half against Las Vegas in the wild card round. You, you can never count out Josh or Joe Burrow and Joe Burr, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm still going to give the edge to Kansas City. The biggest key is going to be the health of Tyron Matthew. I mean, as far as what Jamar Chase can do and how he can take the top off of any defense, Tyron Matthew, who's in the protocol, he didn't practice on Wednesday, and it's going to come down to, is, is he going to be healthy? Otherwise, we could be in, in line for another shootout. Yeah, and you know what? The worst possible thing for the Chiefs happened last week because all they've done is watch that tape. They've played the Chiefs. They've experienced already this year. What they watched over and over and over again was like the fourth quarter of that game where it's like, you know what? Once Teron Matthews out, as you mentioned, the exposed nature of that secondary mm-hmm. makes them look like a bottom a, a bottom dweller, a cellar dweller when it comes to defense, which more times than not, the Chiefs aren't. I mean, their defense is pretty good, especially, you know, their front seven is their, is their calling card with Chris Jones and Melvin Ingram. But... I'm 40% is is about spot on because you give Patrick Mahomes 20% off the top, you know? So Mm. it's just, and I don't even know if that math works, but it's, (laughs) you give, you give Patrick Mahomes grading on a curve 10% off the top. That's right. So that still makes it work. I would love to see if Joe Burrow can continue to do it because this isn't a fad. We've seen this already. We've seen this so many times this year, big games that he's won. He's unflappable, it seems. Mm-hmm. And it's the weirdest thing to experience a second-year quarterback. He's a little bit older because he transferred 38 times in college, but you know that that team trusts him implicitly. And it even took Josh Allen a few years because he was a turnover machine early on. Patrick Mahomes trusted it immediately just because you know he's an exception to the rule. Lamar Jackson took a couple years for the for the Ravens to really implicitly trust him. Joe Burrow's got it. He's got the key to Cincinnati already. And the fact that they drafted Jamar Chase, I know that the numbers are eye-popping, but getting sacked nine times after coming off an ACL tear for your quarterback isn't ideal. So you'd yeah. think this offseason they're going to do what the Chiefs did last year, overhaul that offensive line, draft offensive linemen in the draft. But for now, Chris Jones and Melvin Ingram are going to make Joe Burrow's life a living hell. Yeah. So we'll see what that what the defense is going to look like because I feel like you just punt on the secondary. They should be able to eat in the backfield if the offensive line performs the way it did last week. Yeah, I mean, you could have an equalizer there depending on how – if you get Joe Mixon going. I think if you can get Joe Mixon going and, and take away some of that that pass rush from, from Kansas City – you know, I, and maybe control the time of possession. You know that if the game's close down the stretch, that you've got a very confident kicker in, in Evan McPherson. He's probably going to say some headline grabbing thing on the sideline about how he's you're going to the Super Bowl, and then you've got it at quarterback too, which is the most important position in Joe Burrow. 
he doesn't care that he's been sacked a dozen times. He's going to go out there and make the throws necessary. At least he's shown in his early career that if, if it's close and he's got the ball late, he's got the ability to make, make all the throws necessary. And, and I like, I mean, his weapons go, I mean, Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey, that's great. And, but, but Cincinnati, I mean, they had four guys go over the 1000 yard mark, you know, three receipt or, did, did Tyler Boyd reach it? I apologize. I, I don't I'm know if he sure. did. I don't think he did, but nearly had four guys. Joe Mixon hit it on the ground. Just an incredible year from from that quartet. And uh, man, I, I I don't I don't think you would do any yourself a service if you count the Bengals out because they've just been answering, answering, answer all the doubters all season long. Yeah, I feel like this is a big T Higgins game. I feel like it's a big yeah. T Higgins game. I mean, he can put up yards in a hurry and it's interesting is we're, we're going to move on here quickly to the nfc in just a minute but jamar chase is the definition of well the, if you're going to draft a receiver with the offensive line looking like that you better put up these numbers and do this and he's mm -hmm. done that so it's a wash like it shouldn't be a wash because the offensive line is so important but when he gets time Jamar Chase is a chunk, and we're not talking 25 yards at a time here. We're talking 40, 50, 60, 70 wow. yards down the field with regularity. That completely placates the crowd that said they should have, including me, that said they should have drafted Rashawn Slater or Penny Sewell with their draft pick. But, and again, as covering the Cardinals, it's like, well, I wonder what CeeDee Lamb would have looked like instead of <laughs> Isaiah Simmons. Well, I you mean, know, Kyler the Murray's number one receiver. Not necessarily fair because right. they didn't break records in college like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow did, but. Close to the same. If, if Kansas City can kind of do what happened last week and confuse Joe Burrow, and this rarely happens, you know, confuse him pre-snap so we can't he can't be quick in his decision-making with what he wants to do with the ball, uh, that could be problematic for, for Cincinnati. If they can do that throughout the game and then obviously lean on that offense, that if, if and it's going to come down to Cincinnati playing well on the defensive side of the football. How, how can you contain that offense that has is fired up and is – has come through each and every week. I mean, remember the they were trailing Pittsburgh at one point, and then they decided to just rip off six consecutive scores. I mean, now that Buffalo's out of, out of the uh, out of the out of the playoffs, it's the hottest offense remaining, and that's Kansas City. So it's going to be a big Herculean effort uh, from Cincinnati to slow down Patrick Mahomes and crew. For sure. And I mean, you look at it and, and we're going to pivot after this. Like this should be a big Joe Mixon game. Also, the best defense against Patrick Mahomes is long sustained drives, which is something that the Brown, the Bengals are capable of doing, but they, they're big chunk hitters, just like the Chiefs are. It's going to be super interesting. Coming up next, NFC Championship game. Bo and I both want to throw up because we have to talk about it, <laughs> but we have to talk about it. Um, follow him at Bob Rock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Bob Rock in for Tyler Rowland on Locked on NFL Thursday. Uh, first, betonline.ag, the game we just spoke about, according and according to betonline.ag, I don't know if you know this number, but what do you think the number is? Chiefs-Bengals, the line. Say five and a half. The Chiefs are laying seven. That's a lot okay. of points, man. Right. Um, but betonline.ag, regardless if you believe that line to be true or not, too many points, you can, you can bet on it. You go to betonline.ag. They'd like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue to march through the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all best for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. Here's what you need to do. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up 
receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on. Go to the website or use your mobile device. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on. Do that today from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC favorite Vegas casino games, whatever. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Ugh, gross. Can we just let this roll for 10 minutes and stop and say <laughs> that we talked about this? Alex Nancy Bobrock locked on car. Well, locked on NFL. Sorry. Both oh. filling in for <laughs> Tyler Rowland. Um, Tyler of Locked On Titans. Follow him at Tic Tac Titans. Follow Bo at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. We do Locked On Cardinals five days a week. If you're a fan of the Cardinals, you can check us out on YouTube or uh, at Locked On AZ Cards on Twitter. Uh, shameless plug. So we just covered the AFC Championship game. The NFC Championship game is going to be interesting for so many different reasons. Like the sexiness is going to be in the morning. Okay. The night game or the afternoon. The night game is going to be more of the they've played twice. They know each other really well. 49ers going to SoFi Stadium. I'm assuming that the 49ers are going to pack about 40% of that stadium because in LA, there's so many more things to do than watch football. It's insane. And it's very apparent in that brand new spanking stadium at SoFi Stadium. But both of these teams are on different trajectories for the future. The Rams truly are this year, next year, and then that's going to be about it Mm because the salary cap is real. And the 49ers are really... They're, they're paving their way to be relevant in perpetuity with their young players and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. What's your biggest, like, let's take the Cardinals hat off here. Okay. What are you excited about seeing in this matchup on either side? If, if San Francisco can continue their, their incredible run, not only this season, but against Sean McVay in the Los Angeles Rams, like the, you know, the old cliche, it's tough to beat a team three times in a row. Is, is L.A. saying, well, it's tough to beat a, a team seven times in a row because that's what it is. I mean, the, the Niners are Sean McVay and the L.A. Rams kryptonite right now. They can't beat the Niners for whatever reason. We see it on the Cardinals and how Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray can't beat Sean McVay. Well, on the other side of that, Kyle Shanahan dominates uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan dominates Sean McVay in, in the Rams recently. 0-2 this season. They are, and they did a really good job in, in making Matthew Stafford look pedestrian throwing the football. He turned the ball over against them. He's been great in the postseason, but you know it's going to be a familiar foe that he's seen and has taken care of business against him twice this year. He he lit it up against them in the season finale. Alex, remember watching that? We thought that this that the Niners were going to be done and not see the playoffs because they were down 17 nothing, and Matthew Stafford was having his best performance in the second half of the season, and then that all went away. Um, it's going to come down to Matthew Stafford protecting the football like he's done so far through two games in the postseason, and uh, as far as Sean McVay not getting away from the running game late because he made that mistake at the end of the season, and it cost them uh, seeding and uh, you know beating one of their rivals. Oh, just right in the heart too with the Cardinals. Also, it's just it's yeah. just everywhere. It can't it can't be removed. Um, I want to see Jimmy do it again. Like you know what? I'm Team Jimmy Garoppolo now, and you know why? Because all he does is win. And like the whole thing, like we talked about this on our show actually yesterday. Like Jimmy Garoppolo gets no credit, and Matthew Stafford gets all the credit. And all Jimmy Garoppolo does is win big games. That's all he does. 
And it's not on him. Like, if you're looking for a game manager with a model face, that's Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> like, it's it's the weirdest thing where I think because he's so dashing, people just automatically say, you're not a good quarterback because of all these. Because you know what? All my friends think you suck. So you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to jump on that. He when he he was hurt a lot more the last couple of years. When he's healthy and he plays, they win football games. And I know that the blocked punt that was a catch and waltz into the end zone helped against Green Bay. But a, we can we can you know add the old adage that you know a win loss is not a quarterback stat. And with Debo Samuel, he's hobbled. That's going to be something to monitor. Obviously, mm-hmm. you were we're doing this a couple of days before the actual game. But I mean, him being questionable, him being able to walk off the field in Green Bay when it looked like there was something really severe that happened initially, like that's that's a big deal. And they have 38 running backs. They have George Kittle. They have Brandon Ayuk, and they've got a good defense. And they've got Kyle Shanahan. Like, I trust Jimmy Garoppolo to win a game more than Matthew Stafford when the when the heights are this high. Wow. I you know I just I, I can't agree with that. But but I can't. no no but but let me let me give one qualifier. Okay. The the rest of the team is going to do more for the 49ers for that to happen. Like Matthew Stafford single-handedly can win a game. Jimmy Garoppolo can't. But mitigating disaster is something I trust Jimmy Garoppolo to do more than Matthew Stafford. I get. I I don't I don't agree with that. But you know, it's it, both of them have the the unreal ability to to lose a game for their teams. You're right, and you know. <laughs> If it weren't, it's funny saying this because Matthew Stafford played so poorly down the stretch for this team that if it weren't for Matthew Stafford last week against the Bucks, they probably lose that game. Like everybody else was was turning over the football. Mm-hmm. Like for the first time, it was it was not Matthew a Matthew Stafford problem. And it, like he showed, especially on that last drive, you know, Cooper Cup is is a is a big issue as well. You know, twenty two or twenty yards. I mean, he's good. Forty four yards. You know, yeah. he puts him for sixty plus yards of yardage. Puts him right in field goal range. And they're going to the to the conference championship game, man. Like I just I think that uh, Jimmy G has the arsenal to make most of the throws, where Matthew Stafford can make all the throws necessary. Yeah. We we know that Jimmy he lacks one ability, one throw. He's got one throw that he can't make. We've seen it. It's Emmanuel been Emmanuel Sanders, display. <laughs> yeah, Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders in the Super Bowl. So, but Jimmy he he made enough throws, obviously at the down the stretch for for San Francisco because he knows who his guy is now. He didn't know back then. Like Debo Samuel was just an up and comer, and Emmanuel Sanders is a good receiver, but he doesn't have to throw it over the top of a defense. He can just get the ball in the hands, whether it's handing the ball off to Debo or whether it's throwing it to him in in, in space, and then Debo's making plays. I mean, that's just how it goes for them. And, and obviously, George Kittle. Sometimes he gets a little too uh, too target happy with with Kittle, and sometimes makes mistakes with the ball. But Debo's the guy, and I think Jimmy knows that, and he'll just ride him to potentially the Super Bowl, but I, I don't, I, you have a tough time picking the Niners to win this game, despite all their success against LA. It just seems like there's something off. Like what we saw last week that carries weight, you know, and I know it was thrilling how they won cam acres. You're going to bench him. Like, are you going to put Sony Michelle in there? Like, this is not a time to be cute. This is not a time to be like, man, I feel like I'm talking to my damn damn head coach of the Cardinals right now. Like, <laughs> Sony Michelle has had fumble f- f- fumble doodles issues, mm-hmm. but he's been iron. He's been ironclad since they traded for him. 
You know, he's been one of their greatest pickups because Daryl Henderson's been on the shelf for so long. Like, for me, I think the 49ers can win this game because this is going to be a 10 or 12 target day for George Kittle. Like, when the time, when they need things, the dude catches everything. He's got a catch radius of a new bowl. You know, like, he's, the dude is, his floor for things to go wrong less is higher than Debo Samuel, in my opinion. And I know that Jimmy Garoppolo forces the issue sometimes. But if you're going to scheme for Debo Samuel defensively or George Kittle, you have to scheme for Debo Samuel because a tight end can only, like, you can keep a tight end in front of you. Debo Samuel is going to eat your lunch, then burn right by you. So I just see, like, the safer option for who could be the star of the game for San Francisco. I think George Kittle is going to be the one because he's, he's old faithful. Yeah. We still haven't seen Debo Samuel, like, he was kind of held at bay against Green Bay, even you know, because it was cold and it was it was on the road. But I'm super curious. Like, so so okay, so we've done both. Mm -hmm. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Yeah, Kansas City, and and I've got a good. I, I've got a feeling it's it, that McVay is going to figure it out against his daddy. He's going to beat. It's going <laughs> to beat. I mean, it's all. It would have been fun to see Kyle Shanahan face his dad, Mike Shanahan, but he's facing his son and Sean McVay on Sunday, and I think that uh, I do think McVay finally beats him in the in the in the driveway at hoops and, and they advance to the Super Bowl. Um, I'll take, and I think it's going to be a big Aaron Donald day. I think AD, uh, he can, he can mess up a lot of what they, I mean, it, it, against the Rams, it's not going to, it's not going to be, you're going to win, not scoring an offensive touchdown again. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, but are they going to be able to keep their foot on the gas? Unlike, they were able to do in the regular season finale. I think that McVay, Mr. I'm 45, my teams are 45 and 0 going into halftime or 45 and 0 when leading at halftime, now 45 and 1 after losing to uh to to the the rant, to the Niners. I think that he's learned a lesson from from that loss. So he's doing a lot better as far as his game management at the end in the second half, despite almost relinquishing that one last week. I am so let's do a math equation here before we get out of here. I know how much you love math. Mm -hmm. 49ers come back in week 18. Mm -hmm. Plus the Rams almost collapsing up 27-3 divided by the 49ers <laughs> beating the Packers equals the 49ers winning. The momentum for those three games all favor the 49ers. And momentum doesn't really matter in the regular season in, unless it's down the stretch. It matters in the playoffs. We saw what how the sausage was made against the Rams when they let their foot off the gas. And Tom Brady played terribly yet. He had no time early on. And then, you know, you know, you can't take a half off and win a football game in the NFL. Yeah. I think there are more unknown like depth-wise, playmaker-wise. The 49ers got him covered, even though the Rams are more top-heavy, obviously. With the number one receiver in the league, Odo Beckham is really proven to be a wide receiver 1A. And I know it's like, I don't know, it's like Dustin Pedroia hitting after Manny Ramirez or something. Like, you're going to get more looks, obviously, when Cooper Cup has a safety spying on him all game, but they've been utilizing him correctly. I just think with the bevy of running backs that the 49ers have, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, crazier things have happened, and I think that the 49ers are going to take care of business. Um, it's going to be ugly, but they're going to win. And I mean, picking the Bengals wouldn't be insane, but I'm not picking the Bengals. I mean, if the Bengals you go know, to the Super Bowl, it has to be the Niners. Isn't that just who they play in the Super Bowl <laughs> throughout history? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good point when they just got lambasted. Because um, <laughs> here's the thing. The AFC needs a villain again, 
and the Chiefs are a year away from being the villain because they lost the Super Bowl mm. last year. Yeah. I'm ready for another, like, I'm ready for another, it's them and everybody else. I want a Brady, I want a Brady Manning thing. And I think we see that with 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 um Josh Allen and and Patrick Mahomes. I want Patrick Mahomes to win seven Super Bowls. Hmm. Like experiencing greatness is something we don't see very often. The fact that they traded up for him and drafted him 10th overall, 10th, 10th overall, Andy Reid, like Andy Reid could we have the the opportunities are endless with that roster because he's a guy you want to play with. He's personable. He's young. Tom Brady is more Tiger Woods than Steph Curry, you know? So Patrick Mahomes is the perfect mix of both. So I I, I just want the Chiefs to win eight Super Bowls. I don't care. Like, I just, I, I want to see. You just want to witness greatness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Brady wasn't enough for you. Because your boy got eliminated over the weekend. And I was catching I mean, his flack defense on Twitter for was, your takes. was piss poor. <laughs> With 24, 45 seconds left, whatever it was, when Tommy Boy, it doesn't matter. Alex Lancy Bobrock, follow him at Bob Rack, follow me at Clancy's Corner. Tyler Rowland will hopefully be back and, um, you know, healthy next week. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Thursday your first listen. Now, please make Locked On Bets your second listen because it's your boy Q, it's Lee Sterling, it's Everything you need to know about putting your cheese on games this upcoming weekend. Alex Lindsay Bobrock locked on NFL Thursday. We'll talk to you next week.